welcome to the Future Champions podcast for this episode, The Silent Killer. Two weeks ago, I recorded an episode called A Word, Suicide. It was a very challenging episode for me to speak about, but it wasn't an episode I wanted to record and forget about. I think it is something we need to talk about and talk about until we are comfortable in being honest about it. This podcast has always been about finding the best in people, helping to build good humans before great achievement. So for this week's episode, I wanted to share some words that are not my own. They belong to my daughter. I asked Jazara if I could share this story and she agreed. My daughter, Jazara, loves to write. And she wrote this story recently. When she asked me to read it, I instantly understood that it was a story about depression and anxiety, something that my daughter has suffered with and will continue to suffer from. Her ability to go into the fictional world to express her very real feelings is something that astounds me. But her ability to talk about her fears and feelings is the best weapon against dealing with depression and anxiety. For this episode, I'm going to read her story to you. I'm not going to interpret her words, they speak for themselves, but I will say a few things before I start. The story is dark, but it is honest. It is confronting, but brave. Importantly, it is the start of a conversation, one that I hope we can continue to have. I asked my daughter if she would read her words, but she preferred for me to do it. Jazara, you are an incredible young woman and I'm so proud to call you my daughter. So here it is, The Silent Killer. The Silent Killer, part one. Was it a knock at the door that had woken her? Or was it just in her head? She stared up at the ceiling, listening intently for anything, only to be met with an eerie silence. After about five minutes of stillness, she relaxed, convinced it was just in her mind. When she heard it, a loud thump directly outside her bedroom window. Slowly, she sat up, squinting at the square pane of glass. Having no luck at seeing anything from where she sat, she quietly got up, heart beating loudly in her chest, a shiver creeping its way up her spine. She reached the window, finding it hard to breathe as she peered outside. Her breath caught in her throat as she saw what was there. A horrific scream ripping its way out of her mouth. That was the first time she saw it. Part 2 It was months later the second time it happened. She had been on her way home from work one night. Around 9pm, the street lit up with a golden glow contrasting with the white light being cast across the town from the moon. It was oddly quiet around her. No one to be heard and no one to be seen. Chills were creeping across her arms and legs, slowly making their way across her back. It was quiet. Too quiet. 
As she rounded a corner, now on her street, the lights flickered. On, off, on, off. Darkness. She could see nothing. Everything was black. Not even the light from the moon could be seen anymore. She stopped the car, confused. She held her breath, scared. She clenched her hands, anxious. Darkness, silence, nothing. There was nothing. Nothing to see, nothing to hear, nothing to do. The silence was overwhelming. She felt like she was being watched by who or what she could not tell. Tears fell down her cheeks as she sobbed, praying for everything to go back to normal. Out of nowhere, a hand appeared, grabbing her by the neck as she screamed for help and pleaded for mercy. She could feel the bruises already forming on the tight grip the hand had. Her throat felt as though it were burning. She choked on her screams and gasped for breath. The pain almost too much. She kicked out and clawed at the hand in a desperate attempt to get it off. Nothing would work. She started getting dizzy. The pain faded into a distant throb. Her screams seemed quiet to her own ears. Then it stopped. As suddenly as it had started, it stopped. The hand disappeared. The lights turned on. Everything went back to normal. She gulped for breath as her shaking hand gently touched her sensitive neck, wincing when she accidentally pressed a little too hard. She looked behind her at where the hand had seemed to come from, only to see a small piece of paper on the back seat. As she reached behind her and grabbed the slip of paper, she saw writing on it. Her heart leapt to her throat as she read the words. Shaking, she looked up, and standing in the light under the lamppost, there it was. She dropped the paper and lifted her hands to her mouth. She choked back a sob as the paper slowly dropped to the floor, the words standing boldly against the white of the paper. Hello again. Part 3 She was surrounded by people, but she had never felt so alone. She stood in the corner of the room as people bustled around her, chatting idly to each other. No one even glanced at her as she sat there, just watching. Tired from a restless night and a busy day, her phone buzzed, and when she turned it on to check, a bright notification stared back at her. Hello. She looked at the screen, confused, and typed out a reply. Hello? Who is this? I see you. She looked up, her eyes scanning the room, trying to find anyone who could potentially be this person. Confused and a little unsettled by the answer, not finding anyone it could be, she replied, Sorry, do I know you? No. Surprised by the bluntness of the reply, she stared at the screen in confusion. 
about to type out a reply, another message popped up. The window. Her heartbeat quickened and her eyes widened as she saw the text, her head snapping up to try and find the window. It was right in front of her. She squinted at it. Then she saw it. She saw it standing there, its blank face looking right at her. She stood frozen. The colour draining from her face, unable to breathe from the fear that clouded her mind. It lifted its leathery hand and tilted its head to the side, sending a small wave her way. If it had a mouth, she was sure there would have been a feral grin on it. Suddenly, a hand landed on her shoulder. She jumped and whipped her head back to look at the face that belonged to the hand that was still on her shoulder. It was only her father. You all right? He said, his forehead crinkling in concern. You look like you've seen a ghost. She turned back to the window, checking to see if it was still there. No, it had disappeared. She looked back to her father and nodded. Yeah, something like that. As he walked away, she let out a shaky breath and decided to call it a night. Heading upstairs to lay in her bed, she told herself that it was only in her head, even if the bruises that were still on her throat said it might just be real. Part 4 He opens the door and steps inside his daughter's room. He calls her name. No response. Sweetie. It's time to get up, he says. He's met with silence. He walks to her, slowly, cautiously. He tries again. Honey, are you feeling all right? Unease creeps its way into his mind and settles with a sharp pain in his chest. His brow creases in concern and his heart beats fast as he reaches out to shake her gently. Then again, a little harder. And again, even harder. He shakes and shakes and shakes her, hoping against hopes that she'll wake up. He wrenches the covers off and stumbles back in shock, heart in his throat as he stares at her lifeless body, her skin, a colour he's never seen before but knows the meaning of. He chokes on a sob as he reaches for her neck, fingers pressing against the coldness of her pulse point. Only there is no pulse. His mouth opens in a silent scream as he sinks to the floor, sobbing. He fully sinks to the floor before a scream can finally rip its way out of his mouth and the undeniable truth crashes down on him. It has been two weeks since the funeral. She sits in her sister's old room, trying to make sense of it all. She hears the door open and looks up to see her father standing in the doorway. He looks broken, exactly how she feels. She clenches her jaw, fighting back the tears that threaten to spill. What's wrong, sweetheart? He asks, even though he knows exactly. Why? She responds. Why did she have to go? How did it even happen? What even happened? Her voice cracks as finally... The tears and pain she had kept locked away inside were set free. I don't know, he replies, tears starting to make their way down his cheeks. The words ring in her head, repeating themselves over and over. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. She feels like she's suffocating. Pain is everywhere, but especially in her heart. It feels as though it's being crushed. Crushed and shredded, shattered and torn. Distantly, she feels arms wrap around her. And vaguely, she hears the sound of her father's voice murmuring in her ear as she comes apart. As they sit there on the bed, rocking from side to side, tears slowly subsiding and arms wrapped around each other, the sun sets and the moon slowly rises. As she gradually comes back to her senses, sniffing softly into her sleeve and wiping her tear-stained face with her palms, she offers her father a small smile and thanks him for staying with her and holding her. He says goodnight, switches off the light and leaves her to her thoughts. She stares out the window, looking into the darkness outside. Something catches her eye. She stands and walks towards the window, gazing intently at the bushes. Then she sees it. And she can do nothing to hold back the scream that rips out of her throat in absolute terror. That was the first time she saw it. The Silent Killer is written by Jazara Taylor, aged 13. You can follow Jazara on Instagram at the.littleredridinghood. Jazara, thank you. You may wonder why I wanted to share this story. For me, it is simple. Your mind is the most powerful part of you. Sometimes it needs care and support. When you are experiencing darkness, to you it is so obvious. It is real and it is painful. But the truth is, even those that are closest to you won't always see it. So when life gets dark, find someone and talk, even if it is in story form. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Future Champions podcast. My name is Stuart Taylor. Stay safe.